0: Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ. Living Orthodoxy is the parish podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Souderton, Pennsylvania. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I've said this before here. <clears throat> I don't believe that the Bible was meant to be used as some kind of a follow these steps kind of self-help book it's not really that kind of a book it's not a manual of how to be a good person or a good Christian but despite that today it seems very clear that the evangelist Luke is wanting us to see something in this account uh, that he gives of this encounter of Christ with these ten lepers and when we're done maybe you'll agree with me that it is kind of like just follow these steps if we want to be healed so what's going on Jesus is making his way to Jerusalem, and as he's on the outskirts of this village, he comes across ten lepers. And it makes sense that these ten would be outside the village. The Jewish law was that anyone with leprosy, or even suspected of having leprosy, was to remain outside the bounds of the city. And if you had leprosy, you had to announce yourself anyone who came near you by shouting, unclean, unclean. This was not just a matter of a medical quarantine, some simple measure to keep others from getting sick, but lepers were also considered unclean in a way that wasn't just physical, but also that deemed them unclean in the sight of God. In other words, to draw near to a leper is to risk one's own relationship with God. And if lepers were healed of their condition, it wasn't just enough to show up to worship again. In order to restore their purity, they had to be inspected by the priests and perform a number of detailed rituals involving a sacrifice. This is why the Lord tells these lepers to go and show yourselves to the priests. Now, this may seem counterintuitive, but I believe that it is a blessing that these ten had their sickness just out there for everyone to see. Because for us, for, it, for me especially, isn't the admitting of our sickness one of the hardest things to do? For me, sometimes I have to give myself this big pep talk if I'm going to go to confession. I have to sort of, just the act of admitting that I've fallen short. Even just saying that I want the priest's time, getting it on the schedule to hear my confession, that becomes an obstacle To overcome. And then I have to actually show up. And then I have to say my sins out loud. And so this brings me to what I think the evangelist Luke is trying to say is the first step, is that admitting we are sick. Mind you, we weren't made this way. We are not sick by nature. Sickness is when something foreign has entered our body or when the body is not functioning properly. So we can't confuse temporary sickness with a kind of lasting change in our nature. Sick or not, we will always remain the cherished children of our creator. Which brings us to the next step. These ten lepers were supposed to have cried out, unclean, unclean. But instead, something compelled them to cry out, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And so when we finally admit our sickness, it would make sense that our next step would be to cry out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on me. This is who you must save. All of this, all this sickness needs healing. And here, of course, we have a model of the Jesus prayer shown to us in Scripture. Then the next step we can take from this gospel is that the healing begins by doing What the Lord commands us to do, if he says go, then go. It means taking that step of faith, just like Peter stepping out into the water, into the middle of a storm, even though we don't quite know what's about to happen. Because the gospel says, as they went, they were cleansed. In other words, as they did what they were commanded to do, they were healed. We often think of God's commandments as binding and restricting or just some list of rules to follow. But here we have an example of Christ issuing a command in order that they might be healed. And aren't we also commanded to show ourselves or in a way reveal ourselves, the sickness of our hearts to a priest? The gospel goes on to say, then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. He saw that he was healed. And this, I believe, is the next step. We have to see that we are healed. We have to see it and believe it. How many times have we done all that work to get to confession, to hear that prayer of healing being said over us, only to walk away still feeling despair and guilt? The priest standing before God has called on the Holy Spirit himself to remove this sickness from us, and he does it. Yet sometimes we still go away thinking we're still sick. We have to see that we are healed. Then the next step after seeing we are healed is to, as it says, turn back. Stop where we are, stop what we're doing, and turn back. The one in the gospel literally does a 180 and goes back to Christ. And so, of course, we're called to do the same. For many of us, this may mean putting an end to something very real. It may mean the stopping of a destructive behavior. Or it may just mean quitting that thing that we all do, that we know we shouldn't, but like, who is it really hurting anyway, and what's the big deal if we do it? And it may, it may even mean ending a relationship that we know isn't good for us. This leper who turned back, he did one of the hardest things, I think, for people to do. He walked away from his sick friends. Or maybe it's just as simple as coming back to the church, the source of our healing. And finally, and I'll end with this one, the one who turned back, it says, he turned back, praising God with a loud voice and fell on his face at Jesus' feet, Giving him thanks. And the word for giving thanks in Greek is Eucharist. So, for many of us, this day, this day right here, right now, it may be the day we decide to turn around. It is certainly for me. If that is the case, then there's no better place for us to be right now. Because as soon as I'm done up here, what are we going to do? We're going to praise God with our voices and we are going to give thanks. We're going to show our gratitude by way of an offering of thanksgiving, and we're going to do it in behalf of all and for all. And the good news is we don't have to stand outside the village anymore. The Lord calls us to come inside because there is no longer a sacrifice required. Instead, we stand today together with the chief priest himself, who has given himself as a sacrifice once and for all for the salvation and healing of all. And he accomplishes accomplishes this healing not just by dwelling among us, but by becoming us. By becoming everything that we are, sickness and all. And for this reason, his sacrifice on the cross happened like the lepers outside of the village. And so all we need to do, it's so simple, right? Six easy steps. Admit our sickness, cry to him for mercy, follow his commandments, see that we really are healed Turn away from that thing that made us sick and give thanks to the Lord who heals us. To the one who takes away the sickness of the world, Christ our true God, be all glory forever and ever. Amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. For more information about St. Philip Orthodox Church, visit us online at st-philip.net.